you ready to take your writing to the next level? Then welcome to the Book Editor Show. Join Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley each week as they teach you all the tips, tools, and techniques you need to move your book from manuscript to market. Visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books, and extras to make your old novel better than ever. Now, please welcome Clark Chamberlain and Peter Turley. Welcome to the Book Editor's Show. This is episode number nine. And uh, today we're going to be talking about emotional arcs. You know, in the past we've talked about uh, arcs in general. We're going to focus just on the emotional arcs today for the protagonists that you must have in order to get that best reader engagement. And then, of course, you know, editing this together throughout your story. I'm Clark Chamberlain, and my co-host is Peter Turley. Peter, how are you doing today? Really good, Clark. How are you? I'm doing very well myself. Uh, What's new in your writing life? Um... Applying a lot of the sort of the things we've been going over, it's really interesting. Like as we do these shows, it sort of brings a lot of the things that you you kind of already know, sort of like back into the the front of your mind. So it's it's interesting as I move forward. I'm sort of like tying up the final draft now and kind of like looking for a like a an editor that's a good fit. But it's sort of like a, a great opportunity to go back over these final drafts and sort of consider how all the things that we're talking about have been used. And you know, I'm finding it really useful, like for myself as well as hopefully <laughs> for the audience. Well, yeah, that's really good. You know, talking about the audience, um, I, I've enjoyed, uh, I've started to get a few comments. Um, it was really cool. Uh, I've, I've seen some comments, you know, like, this just came at the perfect time. I was just hitting this spot of my editing process. Or, and I've got you guys on in the background while I'm working on my second draft. Uh, that one showed up for last week. I thought those were pretty cool. So <laughs> Definitely. Um, it's good to know that it's uh, it's of use and, you know, this is great stuff and obviously we've spent a lot of time sort of learning this thing, these things over the years and applying it. So it's great to hear that, you know, everyone out there is loving it as much as we do. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so kudos to, uh, to the show, you know, it's starting to really take off. Um, and uh, hopefully, uh, listeners, that you're enjoying this, I uh, would love to hear your feedback and uh, if you haven't taken the time to yet, please... Uh, you know, uh, give us a give us a review on iTunes and uh, make sure you've subscribed. Um, and uh, if you've got some work that you want on the show, you know that uh, you'd like us to to work on air for you. Uh, we won't say your name, <laughs> and uh, but uh, unless you, want you know, <laughs> yeah, unless you want us to. So, <laughs> but uh, we'd love to love to help you out with that. So, um, in my in my own writing life right now, uh, I'm just getting back into finishing the edits for. Uh, uh, another day, another deception. So that's it's a lot of fun getting ready to move into the beta reading process and get it out and see if other people are thinking it's worthwhile. <laughs> and that's, that's, uh, the, that's the really interesting stage, that isn't it? And it's sort of probably yeah. where you're vulnerable as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, to see if uh, if maybe I've just been full of hot air on this one and things <laughs> a lot better than what it is. Um, so and, and the other thing, you know, I'm really excited about. Um, at the end of the week, uh, I'll be posting my first uh, Udemy course, um, which is a website you know where you can go and uh, and we've got all kinds of video courses on there, and I've been putting this whole, uh, quite large course together on the on the power of story and and what readers want. So uh, definitely I'll let everybody know when that's up and live. So, but I'm excited to see that coming together. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to to check that out myself. So. 
yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and and uh, as I've been editing it, you know, I, I'll get talking about something, and I'll get just so excited about it, or so emotional about it, and you can just hear that coming through on the on the audio and video, and I gotta just kind of laugh at myself sometimes. I get a little caught up in all this, so. <laughs> That's why most of our shows run over 30 minutes, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> so, um, well, let's uh, let's go ahead and get on into this today. I, I, I'm going to write down one thing before we get started. I'm going to write down the word absolutely, and uh, I'm going to see, uh, have <laughs> a little check. Line through it. <laughs> yeah, I'll put a line through it, but I'm also going to just have a little check mark thing and see how many times I say it. You know, you can do a drinking game at home, how many times Clark says absolutely. So and we could have a little uh, counter in the corner of the screen to sort of like t tick them off, like yeah, <laughs> sort exactly. of the like death tile. <laughs> oh, some of them it definitely have gotten gotten pretty large in there. So, all right, so today we're going to be talking about uh, emotional arcs with your protagonist and uh, and why this is even important to begin with. You know, um, we've mentioned this briefly before when we were talking about plots. And coming together, and you have to have an emotional arc. And um, one of the things that uh, that this really does is this really opens up uh, your reader to to engage with the story. Um, you know, if you're going through this, you know, you've got you've got a you've got your plot, you've got everything coming together, and you've got this outer problem. Well, you know, that outer problem is something that most people have never dealt with. You know, like uh, in my in my books, they're thrillers, so you know, so. Most people have not dealt with having to save the president of the United States. Usually, it doesn't happen in a in a day to day person. Speak <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, except for Peter. Peter has, so he gets that story. <laughs> but uh, but the emotional arc. This is the one that uh, that people are going to really be able to connect with, um, and uh, because these are real problems. Yeah, definitely. I think um, like like growth, sort of like the key word here, and it like. It's, it's pivotal to like any good writing or any good book and you know a lot of people talk about sort of you know plot driven versus character driven and, and character driven is really where there's, there's got to be an, an element of growth and you were talking about sort of the reader feeling things and that's like a massive part of the, the sort of reading experience you know we want to we don't want to just hear about you know the rain or you know, the the boy lost the girl or unrequited love. We wanna we wanna feel what it's like to go through these things and to sort of like have them change us and, and grow because of it. So it, it is about actually having these experiences like in ourselves and the way we do that is by, you know, getting inside the heads and the, the hearts of the characters. Yeah, exactly. You know, because um, the thing I mean when you're looking at this uh, the, the character is going to have this inner problem and this is a problem that they've probably been dealing with for quite some time and they've been unwilling to uh, to take a look at it and the story is is bringing them to that edge where they've got to make a choice of whether they're going to deal with this or whether they're going to turn around and not deal and just forget about it. And of course, you know, <laughs> it's a good story. They're, of course, they're dealing with it. That's what you're going to do. And just like you're saying, you know, because that's what people want, you know, that they um, they get into this rut and uh, you know, New Year's has just happened. Everyone has has made some kind of resolution, and most of those resolutions will fall flat within a month uh, because it takes a lot of effort to do something. And so we, a lot of times, we get to live vicariously uh, through these experiences that uh, we read about in story, uh, and we can connect with them, and we can feel really good about it because we see them making progress and moving forward um, with their own issues. 
certainly we, we get to see them sort of <clears throat> see their goals through to <laughs> to resolution, which is something that you know doesn't doesn't happen every day for us. No, it doesn't. So, and uh, that's one of the cool things. And we're creating this amazing virtual reality machine that uh, people can plug themselves into and get to experience. And and this is one of the ways that you do that, you know, because good inner problems are going to have that instant connection with the reader. Um, you know, you've just got to put it together the right way. So, uh, so let's talk about this. Let's talk about uh, coming up with it with an inner problem that a character can have. Um, what are some of the ones that? Uh, uh, let's, um, what are some of the ways that you've done this, Peter? Um, a good one for me, and I think, because it's, it's something that's probably prevalent, you know, within a lot of us. Obviously, we are <laughs> sounds so nihilistic, but we're all kind of made up of, you know, like a, a web of flaws. Basically, you know, we're, we're going through our day and we're trying to sort of overcome our flaws or just live in spite of them. Which <laughs> um, <laughs> is well, uh, it's what gets me out of bed anyway. <laughs> but. Um, a good one for me, I, I quite like sort of exploring like innocence and naivety um, and how sort of, I've thought about this lately and I've sort of like read um, a lot of sort of like critic comments on sort of um, Lord of the Rings and how like this is sort of like a concept that's explored within the Hobbits and like their innocence and the naivety and sort of the growth that's involved in, you know, becoming competent and becoming a warrior and, you know, getting past sort of the the conflict of the story but then sort of not taking it too far because if it if it goes too far then it tips over and you know you're overconfident and then it becomes a flaw like of itself so there's mm -hmm. the character's trying to find a balance of sort of solving these inner flaws and inner conflicts but not not overcompensating not letting that itself become a flaw yeah no and that's really good um, cuz you do want to have with this inner problem that it's going to be something that's difficult, you know, that they're not going to be able to overcome immediately. And like you're saying, that in a lot of cases, they might not even recognize that it is a problem. You know, when you're talking about the characters of The Hobbit, you know, being innocent is not something that they recognize that's in themselves at the time. You know, and, and that that's part of this learning process is, uh, is recognizing the problem and then trying to overcome the problem. And then, of course, you're going to get hit with more problems, you know. Um, I was working through uh, one uh, a story idea the other day, and um, you know I was looking at the inner problem that was going to happen, and, and the inner problem was going to be about uh, about um, not uh, admitting the truth. You know that this person was holding back on this secret for a long time, and had decided you know that uh, to to actually connect with with uh, the love interest that he has, that he's got to be able to come clean about this. You know, and then. So what would be the problem? Well, the natural problem is is that he doesn't come clean in time, and the other person finds out about it before, which then creates more problems. And all of that is going to help you as a as the writer, you know, in this editing process, and making sure that you're adding in enough problems, and you're making those problems worse before it gets better, because that's how you're going to engage even more. Definitely, yeah, that's that's like really good advice, and sort of, you know, if you, if you are struggling and you know you hit a sort of, you know, a a writer's block, let's just say, and you know, you're really stuck of like where to take this character and where where should it kind of naturally progress. It's really useful to just sit down and I know we've mentioned this before, but you know, to to determine what the character wants and I think generally like we all just kind of want to be happy. That's like the that's the underlying, you know, want of us all generally. And so what's gonna make this character happy? 
you know, in this scene, in this chapter. And as soon as you've got that, you can think, well, you know, how would they go about that? And then just throw throw the walls at them, throw the, you know, the, <laughs> the obstacles. And, and this is where the plot comes from. So for me, it starts with the emotional arc and it starts with these, you know, the wants and the needs and how they're going to get them. And then the plot kind of comes, it's kind of born from that, so to speak, as opposed to being the other way around. Right, exactly. Now, and um, we're giving you some amazing advice here, of course, uh, to to form the story together. But let's take a step back and we'll take a look, you know, assuming that you're coming here for editing help so you have a finished manuscript. And so this is where you're going to have to start coming in and looking and maybe you'll notice that you don't have these inner emotional problems that we're talking about. And I will guarantee you that if you don't go back in and, and place these in, you will not be able to grab the reader and hold on to them um, through the entire story. It, the connection's just not going to be there because this is where the first connection is going to be made with your protagonist and the one that's going to connect them throughout the story. That's what's so important about this emotional arc uh, and being done correctly. Definitely, yeah. I think it's sort of it's like going back and thinking, you know, what are the characters' feelings like? What, how do they feel? Because you know the readers pick this book up because they want to feel too. And if the character's not feeling, they're not feeling. And you know they're just reading about someone going about the day, emotionless and bland. You know, so what's the character feeling? What do what do they believe in? What what are their beliefs? And what's motivating them? Because anything, any goal, like it starts with the motivation. And these motivations, they're gonna come from the from the feelings and from the beliefs. So as soon as you start thinking about this for each of your characters, you know, it's it's really going to start to like have much more depth to it and much more life and you know, it's going to engage the reader on the level that we want to be engaging them. Right, exactly. Uh, I I stopped myself from saying absolutely on that one. I was going <laughs> to hit an absolute. Exactly, that's, that's the next one. That's going to be the next. One. <laughs> So, um, so we got this problem. We're talking about adding more problems to it, and um, this is something that might be difficult for you uh, as an author. You know, and you're going back through and you're looking at this because you you enjoy your your protagonists, you enjoy your characters, and you don't want to see them suffer. But um, it's through that suffering that uh, is going to help connect people more. You know, and, and that you're causing more problems. Um, so like Peter was saying earlier, you know, is that you're examining what it is that uh, that they want so that you can put additional obstacles in the path. And you've got to make sure that you've got enough of these obstacles. And then eventually, when you get to the resolution stage, that they're going to be able to overcome these. And this this is important because this being able to overcome this, it can't just be washed away, you know, it can't be uh, something that's just simply done um, and it has to be realistic. Um, that uh, that whatever this problem you've created has to have a uh, realistic conclusion uh, to being able to tie it all up and have a good resolution at the end there. Yes, they've they've got to grow and they've you know they've got to be something. Better. I'd like to go back to Lord of the Rings, you know, sort of at the end when the you know they go back to the Shire and the the sat in the inn and you know we see the hobbits sort of as they were and the dancing on the tables and the singing and you know you, you, all this innocence is, is still everywhere mm -hmm. yeah, the, the main characters are sort of sat there and you know they're all somber and just enjoying a drink because you know they've, they've been through stuff and, and they've changed and it's almost quite sad in a way that it's you see sort of what, what they were <laughs> and 
the way they are now, they kind of can't enjoy that life in the same way anymore. But we know what they've been through, and we know what it took to get there. Mm -hmm. And and we recognize that you know that um, that if, especially if you're doing a hero's journey where you're definitely coming back to the beginning from where you started that uh, that you have you've the character has grown and they've changed and nothing is going to ever be the same for them you know the idea with a with a story you know that uh, that um, the character is going to go out and they're going to accomplish this thing and they're going to do this so that they can have a normal life again. Well, we know that that's false. You know that the, you never go back to having a normal life after you've had a big event. Uh, after you've change. been to Mordor. <laughs> yeah, after you've been to Mordor, you know nothing's the same after that. So <laughs> it's just over. So, <laughs> and I think also that that was a great sort of example of the hero's journey, and that is kind of coming back to the same place. And also, you know, the a character can grow without achieving the goal. You know, that can be growth. You know itself because mm -hmm. the, as the character grows the goals might change so if we go back to sort of naivety which is one that I think you know it's a really great sort of like writing exercise and you could have say you know a, a naive young schoolgirl, and you know she wants the the popular boy in school and you know this so you're gonna start off and these are her wants and this is what she's pursuing but through her emotional and inner growth through the story you know she might realize that she's better than that and she doesn't want that anymore so you know, at the end it can be like, well, hell yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't well, need him. Yeah. Well, you know, and talking about another uh, a good uh, hero's journey, I think we've mentioned Neil Gaiman's uh, Stardust before. Um, this is an, an example, a perfect example of what you're saying here. You know, is Tristan, you know, he wants uh, he wants the girl. I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but that's what she is. You know, she's uptight, she's snotty, she's very beautiful, but. Uh, but she certainly isn't a good person. And so as he's gone through his growth stage throughout the entire story and he comes back, you know, the reason why he comes back is to tell her, you know what, I don't want to be with you, you know, and because I've grown up and, you know, you can do whatever you want in your life, but uh, I've changed. And so you don't, yeah, you don't have to have, everything doesn't have to work out the way you think it might work out in the beginning of the story. Yeah, and the way the character thinks that, you know, or right. that they want it to work out. Yeah, because sometimes, you know, what is that, that saying, you know, be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great one. Yeah, because, you know, and the character might, and hopefully they are going to learn from, from the experiences you're placing them in. Now, maybe you're doing a story, though, that uh, that actually ends in a, in a negative, you know, and that you have a reverse character arc that the character becomes much worse off um, because of the choices that they're making. Um Although it's certainly not a, a film particularly worth watching, <laughs> uh, I, I was watching, uh, and I, I can't even, I can't even think of the name. But it, Nicolas Cage, and it's on, uh, it's on the Netflix service right now, and so it's, it's a direct to, to video type movie, and it's a, it's, it's a revenge plot, and uh, most revenge plots today usually make the, the hero, the protagonist, out to, to be this righteous type person, you know, who's doing everything for all the right reasons. And uh, this revenge plot was amazing because it just showed you how terrible revenge can be because you misunderstand the situation that's happening. And so at the beginning, you know, he loses his daughter, um, gets killed, and, and uh, it seems to be that it's this mob hit from way back in his past. And by the end of it, you know, everything has been destroyed. You know, his life is in complete ruins, even worse than just having lost his daughter, you know, that he's, his friends are dead and all, and, and he's made 
incorrect decisions based on you know uh, misinformation and and it really showed you a, a a downward arc you know because he started the movie at uh, at a real high point and you just watched him unravel and that can work as well you know that that uh, but what has to happen by the end to have that emotional connection for your reader and to have that change is that you've had a resolution that you've had an arc that's happened and you've got to plan that out. This doesn't happen by accident. So did that, that film sounds like kind of interesting, like <laughs> apart from the Nicolas Cage part. Um, <laughs> does, did you find that sort of due to the downward arc and the fact that he sort of you know was causing all this destruction and not really getting what he wanted? Did this make the character more empathetic? Well, you know, I it was really actually uh, it was a refreshing take. On the revenge plot, for sure, um, that I really did feel a lot of empathy, um, and then and then felt just, um, I guess, sympathy. You know, like just I can't believe that all this happened to you. You know, if you'd just taken the time to to stop and listen to what other people were saying, you know, you could have um, sidestepped all of this terrible um, events from happening. So. Yeah, that's a really good example of how sort of you know by by having these sort of roadblocks to in between the character and their goals, it it really is provoking and creating and enlisting this sort of empathy for the character because you know we that's the and that's the connection we want we want to sort of think oh you know I, w I want you to get there I want you to to have it and we're never going to feel that without this sort of this opportunity for growth. Yeah, exactly. Um, I just I just popped this movie up real quick just so I could let everybody know. It's called Rage. Um, <laughs> it's got a, a perfect five out of ten <laughs> on IMDb or IMDb. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean if you if you want to try something different, you know, and take a look at doing one of these types of things, it doesn't work out well um, in your story, but. Just like we're saying, it's all about that emotional connection, you know, that uh, that you're feeling with the character, whether that they're failing or succeeding, that you're there with them. And if you're not feeling those emotions, you're not seeing what they're going through, then you're not going to be able to connect. Um, Certainly, I think that we we like to watch someone change when we read a book because we want to be, we want to ourselves believe that that change is possible because as you were saying you know with new year and we, we find it hard to hold to our resolutions that it can be the case where we we pick up a book and we want to see this this character you know become a better person because then we take away the hope and the belief that you know we can do better and we, we can become the hero of our own story yeah exactly you know that um, that that's you know absolutely where where you want to be with it um one of the things, uh, this is a technique that, uh, that I'm teaching in this new course. Um, if you're at a point, you know, whether you have a manuscript or whether you're just at a starting point uh, and, and creating all this together, one of the ways to really do this, because um, one of the things we've talked about, you know, is that you build a better book and, and you're really wanting someone to pick this up and consume it from, you know, page one to the end and, and walk away with a, with a real deep feeling. Um, and this doesn't happen by accident. So, one of the things you want to look at is that you're not writing for everybody. You know, you're writing for for a very specific group of people or individuals. You know, a, what you'd call a demographic if you were looking in, in advertising terms. And, and so, this is a technique that I wanted to, to share: is that 
uh, take a look and see what that demographic is that you're writing for. You know, who is this that you're writing for, and what age group are they with? And then you can take a look at that age group and say, well, what what are the what are the expectants, you know, what are they, have they gone through in life, you know, um, what are the shared experiences that this age group has probably had, you know, are, are they married, is that the, that the age group, you know, that they've had children, are we writing for, for youth, you know, where they've been in grade school and they've had bully experiences, and these are the, these are the emotional things that you can tap into if you're having a hard time deciding what type of emotions you want to give the, this arc to your character, because if you pick these ones, you pick the ones that uh, that your reader can identify with immediately. That's going to even connect them faster than you know trying to build something out of nothing. Yeah, that's just like amazing advice. <clears throat> that's a, that's a really great idea because it's sort of you know we can sit here and we can we can think okay what are the flaws and what are the the what are they facing? But by defining this sort of ideal reader. Um, I mean, obviously, we, we want to make it accessible to as many people as possible, but by de really defining in detail the, the person that's really going to be picking up this book or that, you know, that this book is aimed at, if they can relate to what this character is going through, which is going to happen if you go through this process, then, like you just said, they're going to have such a stronger connection because it's going to relate to, to their own life. Yeah, and it's going to allow them to instantly take hold of that character and become that character while they're reading the book. You know, because they can really see it. You know, and they can, because they're like, my goodness, yes, I've been through this. Or, or yeah, you know what, my friend has just had this happen. You know, and I, I understand where these emotions are coming from. Yeah, like, that's sort of why, like, YA is so, you know, so good at what it does, because it's targeting a, a demographic, isn't it? So It is. You know, um, oh, what's that? Diary of a Wimpy Kid and things like that, and you know, I mean, that's not really YA, but that's teen. But I'd say that when you target a demographic, you know, and you the, the, the high school movies, you know, the American Pies and things like that, because it's going after a particular age group, it can embody sort of everything that that this reader is going through, mm -hmm. and you know, you, you just connect with it on such a such a greater level than. Than would be possible if if you didn't target this particular group of people. So that's a that's a great idea for like you guys out there to to give this a shot. Yeah, and you know, and because this is what and this is what's going to happen. This is going to be the end result when you do this. You've got a character arc that's emotional. You've you've targeted the, your audience so that they have that emotional connection with it, and you have a good resolution at the end. And when I say good resolution, I mean that you've resolved something, whether it's a negative, like we were talking about with that Nicolas Cage movie, Rage, or whether it's a positive, like seeing uh, the end of The Lord of the Rings. Um, whichever direction it is, you've had a resolution. And you've left them with that emotional feeling so that immediately they're going to want to tell someone else about it. You know, Especially in their demographic, they're going to share that. And you're not limiting... Uh, who will eventually pick up the book, but you're you're building traction into the story immediately so that other people will want to connect with it as well. That's it, and you know, it, that, and it all bo all boils down to to this connection. You know, that's what you want. That's what brings life to the to the words, to the book, to the story, and just to the whole experience. And by considering, you know, the the emotional art within your story, by taking the time to go back and making sure that you know, you know who you're writing this for, you know what the characters want, you know, compound the flaws, 
you know, working your try-fail cycles, but not just sort of like your physical ones or your plot ones, like, you know, the emotional ones, so, you know, the the flawed traits, really, of the character, you know, are they, are they too confident, are they, are they too shy, you know, like, and, and how is this causing problems in their life, and, you know, what's going to happen because of that, and by making sure that this layer is in your story, you're going to walk away with a really great piece of writing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you will. <laughs> Fail. Uh, I know. <laughs> Black's own personal try-fail cycle right there. <laughs> I know, exactly. So <laughs> we'll get there. We'll have a resolution eventually at some point. We'll get rid of that word. <laughs> so, um, so just to, yeah, you, you summed it up perfect. You know, I, I don't think there's anything else that I can add to that. Um, so, and we are running out of time, getting close to the end here. Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about, though, is just to remember, you know, that when you're editing this book and you're looking at this emotional arc, um, remember that everything that uh, that your protagonist is viewing, you know, that's that's the lens that uh, that your reader is going to also view this through, this story through, and so really that's what it is, you know, you. you this is a this is the doorway that you're opening up for them to to come into this story. Um, well, I, you know, I think we've hit it all. I don't know anything else will just be just be. <laughs> I needless. think I'd say there's probably like one more takeaway and I'd say and I'd you know if I was you I'd, I'd write this down I'd put it on a post-it you know put it on your desk somewhere and a character or, or the characters they're only as strong as their opposition you know whether that's the antagonist or um, just the, the problems that they're facing and if you've got weak problems then you've got weak characters you know whether this is you know emotionally physically you know whatever this means to you in your story weak problems are weak characters so you know don't just have you know something sort of I'm outside it's raining and I've not got a coat that you can have a story from that and you can build you know that that is conflict but you know pile it on <laughs> just pile on the problems and you know just let the rest grow from there yeah, yeah, that's a perfect ending there. So, um, just keep it going with it. You know, with the writing, you just got to keep everything going there. So, I uh, just want to second everything you just said there, Peter. That's perfect, perfect way to close this up for the day. Um, do you got anything else you want to add? No, um, I I feel like I've I've changed because of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, you know, I know like a better person. <laughs> <laughs> and I certainly uh I certainly have been looking at this um from a, from a different eye, you know, and and coming back and and taking a look at some of the stories I've written in the past and and every time, you know, I I learn something new on here, it makes me want to go back and just rewrite everything, but uh, but I'm just keeping focused on on writing the stuff for the future. Um you know, and it, it, it's it's really good tools. These are really good tools that uh, that you're going to be able to put into practice quickly. Um, so uh, the takeaways for this, you know, is like Peter said, you know, pile on those problems. Uh, you're going to have an arc. You've got to have uh, the inner problem. The problem is going to get worse, and then you're going to have to have the problem be overcome by the end. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, so excellent. Yeah, well, thanks for joining us today. Uh, if you joined the show, please subscribe. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you're an editor who'd like to be a guest on the show or you're an author who'd like to have us edit your work for you live on air, uh, go to thebookeditorshow.com and drop us a line. I'm Clark Chamberlain. 
my co-host Peter Turley. Thanks for uh, for having me. As always, absolutely. it's been been a great pleasure. It is. It always is. So. And you only uh, said absolutely once, so you know <laughs> your emotional arc is is going going great. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting better. So. <laughs> well, keep learning, keep writing, and build a better book. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, and come back next week for more. Please visit thebookeditorshow.com for show notes, links to guests, books and extras, and for information on how to be a guest on the show.